Courtney Clapp, and I want to welcome you to this week's episode of the Clapp Co. Podcast. Think of me as your virtual goal coach. I'm here to cheer you on as you put in the work on your next goal. It's been said that efficiency is kind of my superpower, and I want to share that superpower with you. Join me each week as I share answers to your questions about all things productivity, momentum, goal setting, efficiency, organization, and some good old-fashioned motivation as we chase our goals together. This is the Clap Code Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Clap Code Podcast. I'm so glad that you are joining us today. I'm so excited to welcome our guest this week. I have Grace Overbeek, the founder of Peak Fitness in Motion, joining us today. Thanks so much for joining us, Grace. We're so glad to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Now, she is located in Bozeman, Montana. You will notice a lot of our guests on this podcast are actually from Bozeman, Montana. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for joining us. Um, Would you mind just telling us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are now doing what you're doing now? Yeah. Um, so peak fitness and motion is all about like individual and group personal training. Um, and then I got certified as a trainer right out of high school. I kind of latched on to trail running in my mid teens and sports weren't an option. So realized that I had the drive for fitness and sports and decided to go with trail running and then continued it out of high school as a potential career option. Um, and then I'm at Montana State University finishing up my exercise science degree with a track for the doctorate program in physical therapy. So decided to start Peak Fitness in Motion kind of on the side while I finish up school and see if I can blend the two um, therapy and training approaches. That's awesome. So now I know we started talking before we hit record because it's hard not to, but <laughs> you were sharing that you have a goal that you've accomplished and then you also have a goal that you're working towards. Did you mind just telling us a little bit about those? Yeah. So the goal that I've accomplished has been actually starting my business, not thinking about starting my business. (laughs) Um, I was on the fence with just finishing being a student and keep up working my coffee shop job and then think about starting my passion after I finished school, but was over not working in my passion. So yeah. It's my business is new to this year. Um, so it's been fun to see it gain some traction already and fill my soul a little bit more than just working at a coffee shop and slugging away as a student. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you get the idea to start peak motion or sorry, peak fitness and motion? Um, yeah. So it was actually last year I was having like a minor crisis. <laughs> in my- oh, it's 2020? <laughs> yeah, 2020. Not that that ever happened to anybody. Um, but I was really struggling with the online format of my labs with school and just was ready to kind of throw in the towel and was like, oh, if I could just maybe be a trainer, like you don't have to have a four-year degree and then you definitely don't have to have a doctorate degree. Um, so why don't I just work in that instead and quit school because COVID made it all suck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm glad I didn't quit school, but that kind of like planted the seed a little bit of like, why am I? going on year three at a coffee shop when I have all of these certifications and all these qualifications and this passion that I feel is like dying by only channeling it into academia. Um, so it's kind of like, I gotta do something to fill my soul and get me through the rest of my degree. Mm-hmm. And that was getting back into the training world instead of just learning about it and never applying it. I decided to learn about it and apply it 
simultaneously. I love that. And it sounds like you really just moved quickly with like when you had the idea to actually like executing it. And now you are working with clients. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of sat on it the last, the last half of the year, then my husband switched jobs. So I decided to kind of wait it out and then um, sat on the idea of whether I should be an employee or um, an owner and just decided to do, do my own thing. Cause I, then I can make my own schedule around school and take as many people as I want and make money or not make money. Yeah. <laughs> having the pressure of being employed. So that is so awesome. Yeah. Now I know that you post a lot on social media. Where right. can people find you? What, what platform do you hang out on most there? Um, so Instagram would be the most, the one that I hang out on the most. And the handle is just peak fitness in motion. Perfect. Well, that is so helpful. Okay. Now that is the goal that you have accomplished and you're still building your business, obviously. Yep. But what, what is the goal that you're currently working towards? So I'm currently working towards, um, an NPC wellness competition, which is a category of bodybuilding. <laughs> what? That's amazing. Yeah. So it's my first one. I am incredibly intimidated and it's in three weeks. <laughs> How long have you been training for this? Since the first of the year. So yeah, I'm on month five of training. Yeah. Long time. Definitely a time commitment. Um, yeah. yeah. So been working towards that since then. And the, the training just increases the closer you get to the show. So yeah. Pretty all consuming at this point. So how many hours a day are you working out at this point? I am at between three and a half and four hours a day. Oh, five to six days. Gosh. Yeah. So are you mostly doing cardio? Is it some weights too? It's about 50-50. Um, so the way that I'm split right now is I lift weights about an hour and a half, and then I'll do 30 minutes of interval cardio, and then about 30 minutes of core work, and then I'll finish with about an hour of steady state cardio. Wow. It is such a formula. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's a lot of science behind it, and then how... Um you pair what workout you're doing with what nutrition you're eating that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you decide that you wanted to do this competition? <laughs> Boredom was a large factor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when I 2022. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Ugh. Yeah. Lots of things came out of 2020 for you. It sounds like. It did. It did. It was, it was a productive year. And you got married to talk yeah. it all off. That's a big one. <laughs> Maybe doing a little too much. <laughs> yeah. So when I trained down in Phoenix, um, most of the trainers that I worked with at that gym were super into this. Okay. And I've realized that this is a pretty commonplace sport in cities. There's a lot more opportunity and a lot more shows in cities. It's pretty, there's only the one here in Montana. You have to travel if you want to do them at any other time during the year. Um, so that kind of piqued my curiosity down there just because it was a it's a very different style of training than what I normally do and a very different um, nutrition style than I would normally advocate for people. Okay. Um, so I was kind of curious about the process behind it, but didn't have, my life wasn't lined up when I lived in Arizona to do it. Um, and then I had a friend here who actually told me she signed up for it and was like, do it with me. It'd be fun to have a partner. And I was um, pretty bummed out because all of my races in 2020 got canceled, obviously. And so I was like, I need something to train for. I'm going crazy. I have to have a goal. Otherwise my workouts are kind of just obli obli obligatory. 
Yeah. Um, so I was like, sure, here's a goal. And then um, just wanted to learn a lot more about the science behind it, just knowing that I was starting my business and wanting to be able to help a broader variety of clientele. So I was like, this is an opportunity to use myself as a guinea pig, an opportunity to fill some time and boredom and a goal to train for. So yeah. and get way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like your exercise is super regimented, your diet, super regimented. Yep. What are you most looking forward to doing or eating once your competition is oh passed? Eating anything. Um, I'm actually really been thinking about margaritas lately. So I'm oh, yeah. Like having a margarita, which will go straight to my head. Hit <laughs> <laughs> me like a freight train. Yeah. Um, I'm most looking forward to having some flexibility in my life again and um, engaging in social activities without being a party pooper. Yeah. Um, just this, the nature of it's so all consuming and then your nutrition is so, so planned out that um, having a normal date night or engaging in any social activities can be quite challenging. That's challenging, yeah. Ready for that to get back to normal. That makes sense. Well, those are two super exciting things that are in your life at the moment. And so um, I'm just excited to get to talk about them a little bit more. So you can totally answer this question about either goal or about both, however mm -hmm. it's helpful. But as you've been working towards both of these things, what are some things that have worked well? And what are some things maybe that haven't worked super well? Yeah. Um, overthinking has not worked. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely started out a lot of it um, in regards to yeah. starting my business in overthinking all of the what ifs. Yeah. Um, and then that was getting me nowhere and just frustrating the mm -hmm. out of me. So, um, and then in regards to the competition, I think that comparison, like body comparison and comparison of my journey to other people's journey um, is not beneficial ever. And always kind of there um the nature of the sport can make that mental game a little hard mm -hmm. but I think it's also been a good reminder that everybody's fitness journey is different and everybody's body is different and how you can learn to honor that even if the end goal is the same yeah yeah so Great. those are kind of in the like hasn't worked and then the have worked is um it's forced a lot of discipline into my life that I just hadn't cultivated before um and so making the room for it and then talking about it with my partner to like be mutually joined in the goal of like, mm -hmm. yes, let's cultivate this discipline together and I'll poke you when you're feeling cranky about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, has been, been pretty great. That's so good. Um, tell us, what is a typical day in your life? Like we know that you're spending some time at the gym. Is it yeah. the same time every day? Is it different times? Uh, it rotates. So I, um, I'm still working at a coffee shop like three to four days a week. So those days I'm up around four, I work around five and then I work till noon. <laughs> um, and then I'll go to the gym right after for about an hour and a half, come home and then I'll either do school or programming, um, depending on the day. So program for clients. And then I usually have a couple of late afternoon training clients. Um, and then I will go back to the gym and finish my workout <laughs> and then I'll come home and commence regular life, dinner and passing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
pretty, pretty full right now. Yeah, that is pretty full. And you said the semester's ending for you soon, but then you're starting another semester. Yep, starting summer classes, but um, summer classes will remain online. Um, so that enables a little bit of flexibility. So we're planning some, some more intentional outdoor activities throughout the summer mm -hmm. than we had last year. And um, so it'll kind of be, I'm backing off on the coffee shop as I build my clientele. So that mm -hmm. a lot more flexibility. So I'll train according to my schedule and then we'll get outside and have more adventures and the gym schedule will be a little bit more flexible. So, yeah, that's awesome. So what are some things that you've enjoyed most about the process of working towards both of these goals? Yeah, I think um, in regards to building my business, knowing that I'm putting effort in for myself yeah. um, and building my goal and my dream, even if it's not my end vision yet, um, knowing that it's for myself and maybe helping refine my end goal a little bit more through this yeah. process um, has been really, really satisfying. Um, because normally it's just in my nature to give everything into what I'm doing. And that's great. Like it makes me a great employee, but it's really nice to know that it's going to make me hopefully one day a great employer if I can build something good now mm -hmm. um, or learn from something now. So that's kind of been the biggest thing with the business. Um, and the competition, I have really enjoyed like super nerdy, but like just seeing all of the data accumulate and like seeing trends in like weight, nutrition, macros, measurements, like yeah. <laughs> uh, analyzing the crap out of data um, and just learning the whys behind it works. So um, digging a bit more into the, like the macro sciences and, yeah. um, and then obviously like recognizing and appreciating my body for what it's doing for me yeah. has been, I think I've found a newfound um, appreciation for a lot of the strength that I have and a lot of the capabilities that are in my body. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and just, I had switched divisions in the competition originally. I was in the bikini division and then just realized in an effort to honor just my body shape and size, I needed to bump up to the bigger division. So it was, and just appreciating my body. It's like, no, I can force you to be smaller and fit like this mold that I originally shot for and that all these other girls I'm doing are in or I can honor you for like the beefcake that you are and just do what's right instead of yeah. yourself into something. So I think just learning how to honor myself a little bit better. It's been yeah. pretty cool. That is so, that is so cool. And is that what you thought would happen? Like when you started training for this competition? No, <laughs> I was pretty nervous going into it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great sport, but because the nature of it is entirely, um, appearance-based. There's no physical performance for the competition at all. Um, I've heard a lot of, a lot of people can have, um, like body dysmorphia out of it or come out of it with some eating disorders. And so I was pretty nervous going into it. Um, and just honestly, like the way your nutrition is structured and how low you get on some of the carbohydrates and stuff, you're just, you're not your top mental game and you yeah. struggle, you can struggle a lot with your own body image. Yeah. Um, and so that was a struggle. So I think I was just nervous about it and then, um, had to really make some intentional shifts to mm -hmm. choose to switch divisions and choose to honor yeah. what size I am instead of force it. And, mm -hmm. yeah. You know. Well, and <clears throat> I, I've been loving seeing your photos. Like you post photos every so often 
And you are just so strong. Like, I cannot believe how strong you are. Are you surprised by your strength? Sometimes I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. I don't know. We just put ourselves in our own little boxes sometimes. And then you surprise yeah. yourself when you bust through the, through it. Um, but yeah, I think I, and I've come to appreciate that a lot more because before it's like, I don't know, sometimes you struggle with it, but, yeah. um, I know I hit like 300 pounds on my hip thrust the other day. And I was like, holy cannoli, Batman. (laughs) My butt did that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is so awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope that the rest of your training journey goes well. I know you're only just a few weeks out from now. Um, Thanks. Just so exciting. And so I can't wait to see the photos. I got to see a sneak peek of Chris's uh, <laughs> uniform and I'm very excited about it and cannot wait to see her in her full glory with all of her spray tan. Are you doing spray tan? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it going to be your first spray tan? Blindingly brilliant. <laughs> spray tan rhinestones. Probably some big hair going on. Big hair, right? big, big eyelashes. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so here for it. (laughs) (laughs) To the nines. That is so awesome. Well, tell me this. Was there anything from your past that you can see was preparing you for where you are now, both with your business and with this competition coming up? Yeah, actually. I think um, growing up, like, I was a super tomboy and was always out to compete with my brothers, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just having cultivated that into running and then into more traditional training to then into my education, I think I can see a pretty clear path there of, oh yeah, this is just my nature and cultivating it has brought me to a really good place. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then the competition, kind of the same, the competitive nature, I think is probably what's kind of kept me going because yeah. I have a lot of respect for the people that do this um, repeatedly because it's a hard sport. Mm-hmm. Um so I think the competitive nature and just being really stubborn, yeah. <laughs> even about stupid things, um, has worked really well in this scenario of like, I'm not going to let this win. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. There's such great qualities. And I mean, I, just because I know you and I've known you for several years now, it mm-hmm. seems like such a good fit to be doing both um, your business and this competition at the same time. Like I can't, I mean, maybe it doesn't feel like that to you, but, <laughs> but like all the discipline that you have to have and like the vision and perspective of like where you're going and what mm-hmm. you're doing and what the end goal is. Like, I can't imagine how both of those things are just like really bouncing off of each other to like create just this like funnel of intentionality in every day for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they've definitely fed each other really well. Um, And I think that while I'm not going to go out and be a bodybuilding coach or anything, I think that this has helped me learn a lot more about how specific I want to be in my business and what demographic I want to target. And then, yeah, yeah, the discipline aspect has to come in. Yeah. So now something you said a little bit ago, you had talked about being an employer. So are you thinking of having employees at some point? Potentially kind of like the dream goal, um, is to, depending on whether or not I pursue the doctorate degree, um, 
is to kind of bridge the gap between the everyday trainer and physical therapy and kind of create a middle ground for people that aren't injured um, but want a bit more of an expert than just like an online certification. So provide kick-ass training, but then combine it with the corrective exercise, mobility, the well-rounded training Mm -hmm. aspect. Um, and hopefully own my own facility that has like yoga, massage, all that fun stuff in it. Um, yeah. And then depending on how that goes, like depending on how big it takes, but yeah, have a few employees and travel a little bit. That's awesome. So do you have like a group of people in particular in mind that you'd be working with or is it just anyone that's looking for those services? Um, right now it's kind of anyone that's looking for those services, like building the business, the clientele and getting the word out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the future, I think I kind of want to, my dream is to be like the corrective exercise guru in Bozeman of mm-hmm. you don't want to, you're not injured and you don't need full blown therapy, but um, you need to fix some things in your form and your movement and some yeah. pain patterns and get fit at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of more my goal. And then, um, also I pending continuing education work with, um, women and how to train around your hormones and, um, kick ass while honoring your body. That's so exciting. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I just love to talk about all these things that that you and that like other guests on the podcast have been doing because it's just so exciting to see people in their like space of genius really where they are Mm -hmm. so passionate about something and then there's like action behind the passion you know so they're doing something like moving in a direction and a lot of times I mean I think what 90% of the guests so far have been entrepreneurs like they're people who are like so I had an idea and I wanted to do it and so here I am doing it. <laughs> Look at me go. You know? More power. <laughs> so that's just so exciting. And even just as you talk, I just feel that you're so passionate. And I mean, I can see you because we're on a video call. So I can see that. Listeners can't. But um, I just like you're so passionate about what you're doing with your business and with your competition. And it's so exciting because like, I just, I love that. Like, I want everyone to get to like live into the passionate parts of their lives, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so fun. Well, thank you for sharing those things with us, Grace. I so yeah. appreciate it. Um, I just have some fun questions for us. Now, what is your go-to coffee order? I'm very boring. I like an Americano with oat milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. is that what you drink at the coffee shop? It is what I drink at the coffee shop. I was going to say, you probably have like a top-notch order because you work at a coffee shop. Yeah. It's- Do you have like a fancy coffee drink or is that just like the one you always drink? That is my fancy coffee drink. That's your fancy coffee. I'm like a black drip girl, honestly. Sometimes Ah. I really mix it up and get like a London fog, but that's so rare and it has to be really rainy and cold out. Yes, really rainy because it's the hug and a mug, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very boring with my coffee. That's so funny. That's (laughs) pretty simple. I really love knowing this fact about everyone. So (laughs) what is something that inspires you? Mm. Um, man, I was thinking about this one when you emailed me the questions too. And I was like, what does inspire me? I think that nature kind of inspires me. Yeah. Get out in nature. And I just feel, um, I start to feel like creative juices flow and it opens up depth of conversation and look at a mountain and wonder if I can climb that. And (laughs) yeah, I think getting out in nature, it opens the floodgates. I love that. Yeah. So great. 
Now, if there's one piece of advice that you would want listeners to take away from this conversation today, what would it be? Don't do a bodybuilding competition unless you have a lot of time. Mm, that's good. And <laughs> um, I guess don't let don't let fear or intimidation keep you from doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't let it win. Yeah, that's so good. That is so good. Okay, so you kind of mentioned um, where you hang out on the interwebs, but can you tell us again, are you, you're just on Instagram right now, you said? Yep, Instagram, and then I have a website as well. Yes, um, what is your website? It's just peakfitnessinmotion.com. Okay. Yeah. And um, you have like a contact, a contact. You yep, you can contact me um, through my website. You can contact me through Instagram. Um, the link to my website's up on the Instagram as well. Sounds yeah. Cool. Okay. Now question. Mm -hmm. Can people work with you if they don't live in Bozeman, Montana? They can. Yes. Um, I do like to always have just either a phone call or a zoom call to just make sure we're good fit for each other and get an idea of, um, people's overall goals yeah. in person. Just, it's always hard to work with somebody online site on Zoom. But I do offer programming. So people either in-home workouts or in the gym workouts, I do a month chunk at a time with periodic check-ins. And okay. um, so I customate, customize programs to their goals wherever they live. That's awesome. I think that so many actually amazing things have come out of like the pandemic. And oh, I, I know it's so easy to like get focused on the like really frustrating things. <laughs> Yeah. Some, like so amazing things that have come out like especially around all that can be done online now yeah it's opened a lot of resources for a lot of people and I think it's forced forced us to get creative um in some unique ways which I think yeah. us in the long run. yeah and and I hope that those like positive ways will stay you know because mm -hmm. we've realized that we have so much technology and we have the internet and we have like resources that are people that live in different states and different countries and we can like you know be on a call with them in five seconds and mm -hmm. help us do a workout or you know whatever so yeah anyway so yeah I'm excited that you are able to work with people remote that is so awesome and that is just so helpful especially as you're growing your business and getting the word out so that is awesome well Thank you so much, Grace, for joining us today. Once again, everybody, this is Grace Overbeak with Peak Fitness and Motion and a bodybuilding <laughs> athlete. Can I call you that? A bodybuilding athlete? I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to call you that. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we will catch you on the next week of the Flat Girl Podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.